the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's hump day. <laughs> hump day. It is hump day. We know how uh, financial thought doctor. We just I just found out how how financial thought doctor Dave Elhoff, who's joining us at the top of the hour as, as he does every hump day. We know how he's getting over the hump. I just found out he's watching a TV show, a TV show, Jack Reacher. Is that what you do with your spare time, man? You sit around and you watch the boob tube. <laughs> Every now and then I do. There's a lot of things I do, AK, and you don't know everything. You okay. don't know the little snitch. <laughs> Ouch. Well, I shared a little something about me last hour that I love me a Slim Jim. I, I, there's all this new fancy jerky at the grocery stores and the checkout. a Slim Jim guy. But I love a Slim Jim. My, my old school combo used to be a Slim Jim and a Yoo-Hoo. I bet you drank some Yoo-Hoo back in your day. I bet, AK, along with your Slim Jim, you put peanuts in your Coca-Cola when you're a young kid. Of course I did. Who didn't put peanuts in their Coca-Cola? Their Coca-Cola. Their Coca-Cola, as we called it in the South. <laughs> a Southern girl like you, you probably still have a pin in your back pocket. I, I don't have a pin in my back pocket now because I don't wear, but when I wear jeans, I lived with a pin in my back pocket. See, Elhoff knows my people, man. He knows me. Absolutely. This is because, true. You know, I grew up in the Deep South, too. I never, where'd you grow up? Oh, this is new for me. South Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) Different South. You had probably never seen a biscuits and gravy until, how old were you two? Probably you were in Pensacola at flight school. You're absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. I didn't develop a uh, appetite for chicken fried steak until I was down there. Or oysters on the half shell. Man, did they turn me around. Yep. You know what? The South can turn any man around. Well, not any man. There's a few men that are resistant They're in, yeah. and, and need not even bother coming south of the Mason-Dixon line. And, and I would like that to be any liberal. I'd certainly like it to be anyone with the last name of Biden. Um, so, uh, AK, I've yeah. got to tell you a story. Yeah. I had a Fiat 124. And that's what I bought when I was at Newport, Rhode Island. And when I pulled in to Pensacola, Florida, I filled up with gas. And my 
Fiat had South Dakota plates on it. Oh, boy. And the guy that was doing the gas, he says, you're from that George McGovern territory. <laughs> That's a good Bubba accent, by the way. That's a good, you do, you do a good Bubba. <laughs> and what did you say? Yes, sir, I am. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're lucky he didn't put something besides gas in that tank. Oh, God, I got more stories about Pensacola, but we don't want to go there. Maybe no. over a cocktail. Yes, over a cocktail, because I'm telling you, it, I, I'm sure some of your stories remi- will remind me of some of my Mardi Gras days. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what my first car was? You drove a Fiat. Guess what my first car was? It was old. It wasn't new, but my parent it was and it was eggplant colored. My friends called it the rolling eggplant. Who remembers MG, it was an MGB GT? Oh who, God, yes. Who remembers MGs, to, right? Uh, absolutely. Was my brother it, had one when he when I was in college, he lent it to me, and I broke it. <laughs> he was so pissed at me. I broke mine, too. I ran it into a tele. The brakes went out on me, and I ran it into a telephone pole. Mine was a GT, which meant it had a hard top. It was the cutest little car. It was literally like the color of an eggplant purple. The interior was tan. It was, I mean, I start. I learned how to drive on a, on a stick shift. So with a clutch, I mean, I didn't, I know how to, I didn't know how to drive an automatic. I mean, I drove a clutch the first time I started driving when I was 13. So anyway, um, so we should get into some news you can use because people probably are like, may get bored with me going down memory lane. I got to tell you guys last week, if you missed it, Elhoff was on with, with a guy named Craig Cheney, who is an expert in something called Irma Solutions. After the show, um, somebody posted on their Facebook and said in bold letters, you've got to watch the Andrea K show, begin listening at hour one. You, you're not going to believe that they're going to start jacking us on Medicare premium cost to bankrupt and, and take all of our Social Security money. And you you can't watch that show, but you can listen to it on podcast. And that was last Wednesday's show. And I'm going to make sure I push it out on the socials for those who missed it, because that was some shocking stuff for people. The American people have no idea what's in store for them. They really don't. They don't. And no, you need to send me the embed cord or something code so I can put it on my my uh, yes. Uh, website and i've had several respondents and we're working on them right now good it it's disgusting what it looks like i'm sorry folks the government has a plan to take away your social security period yep yep and it's through your medicare that you're required to get you're required to get medicare so you can't go well you know i just won't get medicare and i'll preserve my social security that's not the way it works if you don't take medicare you don't get social security so the whole problem is this, is that they've got a formula. They're not that concerned about Medicare running out of money because they're going to steal yours. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's that simple. 
<laughs> but listen, I want to say this, Elhoff, because you didn't hear last hour. I, you know, I, I, I get where some of my listeners and people that I care so much about are just feeling so overwhelmed with negative news. When Elhoff is on the, his news, you can use segments. At the end, there's good news for you. The whole point here is to highlight for you with Elhoff segments the issues that are out there, the traps for you with your money set by the government and the traditional financial institutions. Elhoff actually has a solution for it. I didn't bring Craig Cheney on and give half an hour last week for the purpose of just upsetting you and telling you that the government's going to rob your Social Security. It's because there's a there's actually a solution for that. Right, Elhoff? Exactly, absolutely. There is a solution. And the problem is, is that many people wait until it's a real problem to do something about right. it. They can do something about it if they act early. And you can do it because there's a lot of strategies out there. It's not about a particular product is going to solve it. Many, if you look at traditional financial planning, they are going to say, we're going to have a product that's going to solve this. We're going to have the best management. I'm going to charge you only 70 basis points. And we're going to put you into this annuity, and that's going to solve it. We're going to put you into this mutual fund, that's going to solve it. Listen, folks, products don't solve it. Strategies. Yes. When you identify the problem, strategies and layering financial products is what's going to solve your problem. And you're going to solve it. That's what I do with my folks. I say, listen, folks, I'm here just to educate you. You decide what you want to do to solve it. And I give them at least three options. You can do this. You can do that. Or you can do the other. And they make their decisions. We work together as a team. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you'd be stupid not to do this. Mm-hmm. That is what I do. I work and because many people have biases. And, in fact, everyone has a bias. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Wall Street has a bias. They want you to invest their money in Wall Street. The banks have biases. They want you to be entitled to them and invest with them. Insurance companies, brokerage accounts, they all have biases. Mm -hmm. And the biases are tied to where they make their money. Just like the gold brokers, the gold and silver brokers have a bias. And we and Elhoff and I have never told anybody you shouldn't be buying gold. What we've told people is that may or may not be right for you. It's not in and of itself the only solution, which is what is portrayed in a lot of shows. Interesting, I had a call last night on the show, Elhoff. We were doing a a story about um, biometric digital IDs and going to a digital currency and getting rid of cash in this country. And and the uh, caller called in and said, what are all these people going to do with gold when everything's gone digital? And, you know, they nobody will take their gold. Well, that's going to be very interesting. You know, there's pressures all over the place. There's yeah. pressures on the dollar. There's pressures on the Federal Reserve. There's pressures on it. There's pressures everywhere to do something different. And, you know, the problem is, listen, folks, you need to be control of your own future. Yes. You can't depend upon the government. You can't depend upon them. What the government is telling us today, don't you worry about it. We will take care of you. Now, 
I'm not that type of a sheep to go down that path. Mm -hmm. Is allow the government to say to me, we will take care of you. Yeah. You know, they've taken the general population and they've given them these entitlements that they can't keep giving. Instead of encourage people to better themselves and go to work and take care of themselves. Now, the people out there that have have said to the government, I don't want your help and I'm going to go take care of it. There's plenty of them out there and I've done that and they have freedom. Folks, freedom is being able to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not freedom that you have because the government is taking care of you. Right. We've got a minute left, Elhoff. Mom and dad is going to take care of me forever. Right. Really? Right. Grow up. (laughs) Grow up and call Elhoff. Because we tell everybody how to get a hold of you. 619-548-0965. 619-548-0965. And you can go to my website, financialthoughtdoctor.com. Go there and ask me to contact you. I'll get in touch with you and we'll have a conversation and we can fix problems that you might not even know you have. Absolutely. And I will make sure that you you have you can uh, take that podcast and upload it onto your site. We'll get with you tomorrow on that because people need Appreciate to be listening it. to that. Absolutely. All right, my man, we'll let you get back to your your T your T we episodes, your T V. All right. Are you happy LSU is gonna be okay this year? Am I happy what? LSU Tigers are going to be any good this year. They're going to be great, baby. What you talking about? Go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Take it easy, my man. You bet. Is LSU going to be any good? Elhoff is so funny. All right. You guys stay tuned. We got more to ta- chat with you about on the other side of the break. This program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. I don't like being teased. Do you like being teased, Skins? I don't like being teased. I don't think anybody does. No, I don't like, I'm. I, you know, I, I, I like a good joke. I like when family, you know, I I, I don't mind being teased. There's and, a difference between being, uh, sharing a joke and being picked on. Right. And I also don't like being teased with the possibility of something. You know, talking about it ain't, my family literally has a motto, talking about it ain't getting it done. Okay, don't be like don't be like like the Republican Party coming out, you know, either impeach or or be honest that you're not going to impeach. But, you know, oh, the Republican Party is considering such and such. Either do it or or stop, because it's like I don't like being manipulated and jacked around. Right. I'm an action person. I'm into biting. I'm not into barking. So we get this story today. You saw it, too, um, that. Now, here's the headline. Charges against Alec Baldwin could be refiled as the forensic report shows the trigger on the gun used in the rush shooting had to be pulled. Remember, his stupid excuse was that, um, well, how did he say it? That, you know, yeah, the gun went off, but he didn't pull the trigger. It just went off on its own kind of thing. It was completely ridiculous. Well, the forensic report came back that the gun fired normally. Um, it didn't malfunction and it fired because the hammer fell from a fully cocked position of the hammer. 
That's what it means when I, when the hammer falls. It's it's about a, it's a reference to a gun. So, but do do you actually believe that he's going to be charged? I mean, he should be. I hope he is, but probably not. No, because the reality is, is whether or not it, you know, uh, the bullet came out because he pulled the trigger. He, as the producer of the movie, was responsible for the death either way. Even if he never held the gun, he was responsible. If you are own a construction company and somebody dies on the job, you're liable for that person's death. If somebody falls from the scaffolding, right? Or we had a crane fall. I'm scared of cranes, by the way. And a couple months ago, we had one fall in New York City. And, you know, somebody died. You're responsible for that. He's responsible as a producer of that movie for the death of Helena Hutchins, as well as the, the director who was shot. So I don't really care whether or not the hammer came down. We, we know that he was responsible for the bullet that came out of the gun, whether it was in his hand or is not. And right now, when we're looking at a former president of the United States is looking at 500 years for having done absolutely nothing wrong. Literally following the Constitution in the case of Georgia and the allegations there. In fact, Christina Bob said last hour, one of the attorneys that's going to be processed tomorrow, evidently, in the Georgia courtroom was one of the attorneys for Al Gore in 2000. Did the same thing here. Wasn't charged for Al Gore, but is being charged here. Because what they did with Al Gore, however damaging it was to the country, however damaging it was to George W. Bush's transition, because it was it was anything but a peaceful transition transition when the guy who actually won wasn't able to plan to do the job, which and by the way, that was during that while all that was going on. Let me remind everybody that 19 terrorists were planning their September 11th attack, which took place or September 11th, September um, 2001 attack that took place less than a year later. While George W. Bush was was uh, uh, unable to do his plan to transition. So. I don't expect Alec Baldwin is going to face any consequences. It's like Christina Bob said last hour that as long as the Democrats, you know, the, she blames the Republican Party because they've done nothing to hold anybody responsible. How many U.S. attorneys do we have and attorney generals do we have who are Republicans across this country? This is a local D.A. in Georgia. A local D.A. in Georgia who was prosecuting Donald Trump and 18 attorneys for doing absolutely nothing wrong. And yet we don't have we've got the attorney general in Louisiana, the attorneys general in Louisiana and in Missouri that filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration and Fauci. Well, why haven't they done? Why hasn't there been a Republican as attorney general, district attorney or U.S. attorney in any of the states going after any of these Democrats? Disaffected Mike is back on the line with us. I've got about a about a minute or two from here. Hey, Disaffected Mike, what do you want to say, my man? Hi, Andrea. I don't get it. I mean, is the ability to make a phone call to ask to ask a, a Georgia election official, hey, I'm looking for, I want you to look for fraudulent votes. All I need is 11,000, uh, 11,700 some odd votes. You know, are there any, are there any fraudulent votes that you can kick out, you know, that, that would get me over the top? Is that a legal thing to do for a guy who's, who's running for reelection? 
Is that all of a sudden illegal to do? It like is now. It like right. If I called, you know, uh, uh, my wife and said, "Hey, honey, uh, can you? I know my keys are there. I, I'm sure they're there. Can you please go find them? You know, if this was some sort of legal tactic that I would use, you know, I know they're there. Can you go find those keys? Would that also be deemed illegal if it was also a, a political ploy? You know, I don't understand. I don't understand how Democrats can live with themselves. Because of the because of this this mendacious hatred for one guy who lifted the sheets off the corruption that's been going on in the United States under everybody's nose for so long, and they're so mad at him that they can't you know that they can't say what's legal or illegal anymore. When you you put it on top of why people are so civically ignorant about civics and how the Constitution is and how the three branches of government operate, it just it, this is. This is just so frustrating. I can't even. Yeah. I can't even think straight half the time, and I, I'm just over it at this point. And they, you know, I, I can't even. I can't even. Uh, it just drives me. It just. It's madness. I feel like I'm in a. I'm in a. In an upside down bizarre world, where where left where left is right, up is down, and uh, and and every color in the rainbow is the opposite of everything else. It, this is. This I'm with ridiculous. you, disaffected, Mike. Know. I'm with you, disaffected, Mike. I don't know Mike. How you can deal with this anymore. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you for calling. We've uh, we've got uh, San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond on the line. You're not going to like disaffected, Mike. What he's got to share with you guys in your SDG and E bills coming up. Stay tuned. AK Dynamite in the dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It always sounds so good, doesn't it? Oh, uh, the the socialist uh, ideals, right? What can fit on a bumper sticker, the platitudes. Uh, and when you hear something like SDG&E is going to start charging according to income, that can sound really good if you're struggling to pay your bills and you're struggling to put food on the table until you get into the details of it. Joining me now to discuss uh, SDG&E's proposed plan uh, for changing how electricity is charged is San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond, who was kind of, uh, I wouldn't say trending necessarily, but uh, his clip was being seen and asked today as he referred to this as socialism taking place here and he joins me hi county supervisor jim desmond welcome to the andrea k show andrea it's great to be here again thank you thank you um okay so help us to understand how this works because it can look as though well what's the big deal jim desmond the breakdown based upon income is that uh for delivery rate if you make less than twenty eight thousand a year, your fixed delivery rate would be twenty four. Under sixty nine thousand, your fixed delivery rate's thirty four. If you make sixty nine thousand to one hundred eighty thousand, that delivery price goes to seventy three dollars. Household earnings over one hundred eighty thousand dollars will pay one hundred and twenty eight dollars. That doesn't sound like a whole lot of money, uh, County Supervisor. Where where's the the catch in all of this? Well. The- First of all, this is not just SDG&E. This is uh, the entire state is allowed to charge based on your income. And and the uh, so SDG&E is doing what the state legislators voted in, you know, Pacific Gas and Electric and uh, Cal Edison and others all, all had this opportunity. To me, it's, it's socialism. The fact that, you know, based on your income, you're going to be mm-hmm. paying fixed rate portion of your bill. And even though the numbers sound small, those are the per month numbers. 
So it, the most, most people are in the 69 to probably 180,000 household income. It's household income, not mm-hmm. individual. So if, you, if you're in a spouse or so, you have people working in the house, household, you're going to be paying an extra $900 roughly a month, $73 per month. You're going to be paying about extra 900 bucks per year. And that's before you, draw, you even get one electron of electricity. That's the fixed rate cost. And that's what it's going to be introductory. These rates, you know, are going to go up five oh, yes. at least every every year. <laughs> and, and it should not be based on income. If we're all buying the same commodity, we should all be paying yes. the same price for it. You know, this is energy. This is your electric energy coming into your house. That's going to be based on income. And they're going to know what your income is because the, the state is going to let these utility companies know what you filed last year on your, your state income tax. And so they'll know what the household income is. Which is a privacy issue, by the way. Excuse me for interrupting. Which is a privacy issue, by the way, that your, your private yeah. information is going to be shared to individuals. And, you know, I, I, and, and, and just to, just to take a break for a moment, I want to reiterate what you said. They like to, this is so classic of these socialists. They try to bait you in on what seems like innocuous. It seems like a minor thing with these low numbers. They bake in the, the, the bad parts they they hide that uh as to the fact that this is just a stepping stone um that this is how they buy people into income redistribution and socialism by making it seem like well of course you should pay less if all you make is twenty eight thousand a year you can't live in san diego if you make twenty eight thousand a year and if you as a household are making sixty nine thousand dollars a year you're struggling you're not going to be able to afford an additional nine hundred dollars a year and that's before you even pay your per kilowatt hour Hour. And and exactly. And so even if you're on solar, if you're on solar mm. and you're you know you're selling solar back, you are going to be paying this fixed rate. Uh, if you're off the grid completely, I, I think then you're free. But most people still are on the grid, of and course. you're going to be paying that fee. So if you think you've got solar, you're going to you're going to avoid this fee. You're not, and it's going to keep going up. And and what I wanted to say is, you know, this is for the energy coming into your house. Well, what's next? Is the energy you put in your car? Are we going to be paying more per uh, how how much income we make on gasoline? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what could it go? You could go. To, is, could it go to food? You're going to pay so much for food if based on your income. This is a slippery slope. They're starting yes. it with the uh, you know innocuously with with energy or electricity, and it's coming in in 2025 in the state legislature. Our, our you know people in Sacramento said this is okay to do. They passed a bill for this. The governor signed it that you can start charging based on income, which it should not be happening. We're all purchasing the same commodity. That's right. We should all pay the same rates for it. Absolutely. And and honestly, if you can't afford to live in San Diego, like many people can't, it's one of the reasons why it costs so much to find and rent a U-Haul to get out. Because, and this is one of the reasons why not to get off on an immigration tangent, but it's like, you know, why are we encouraging poor people to come to California when people with college degrees who speak the language can't afford to live here? When the average cost of a home is, you know, what, a a practically a million dollars now. So, you know, the solution is not socialism. All that does is make the economic economic situation even worse and you're right that and and then it becomes an excuse to double down on it next we are going to hear about food income redistribution you're going to have to pay more at the grocery store for for your food at the gas station you're going to have to pay more this is one of the reasons why they want a digital id for us and go to a digital currency and social credit scores they also want to be be able to what's next our cell phones if you you know it's yeah. it's not my fault if there's somebody who chose to live here chooses to live here and can't afford it why should i have to pay for somebody else. This is fundamentally unfair. 
you were success. If you're successful now, you have you you're penalized for for being successful, for getting an education, for for you know better and advancing yourself, and and now you're having to pay more for things. It's like, well, hey, I don't want to make that you know above 180 thousand a year because I know I'm going to start paying more taxes, more for food, more for more for energy and electricity. It's 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 socialism, uh, you know, coming through the door, and I think we need to stop it and draw attention to it. And it's it's I I, I know SDG&E is not everybody's friends, but it's the state legislature that allowed this to happen and allowing the utilities to do this. So this is a statewide thing, not just a San Diego gas and electric thing. Good. I'm glad you, for, for you to point that out. Um, and also, uh, we know that it's coming, even though the left, you know, we, we know that they, I believe in L.A. County, they've banned gas stoves at some point. Um, I don't know if that's if I think I'm not sure exactly when that starts, but I think there's probably going to be punishment and the electricity rates and gas rates and all that going forward, depending on the appliances you have. Um, yeah, I, I expect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what? Right. And then what about and then you also think you add in the fact that they're trying to push us into electric cars. So, you know, yeah. how, how does that play out as people need more kilowatt hours? So you're 70,000. You, you're only making 70,000. You got to pay a whole lot more um, for your electricity. And while you've been forced to go and buy an electric vehicle. So why should you? work extra to you know to to make a mortgage or why should you work extra if it's going to bump you over into a higher uh, income bracket so you have to pay more for electricity as well just you are it and and hopefully you you get the government handouts and that's what the government that's what they want you to do they want you to be dependent on the government solely mm-hmm. and, and so they have control over you and and that's you know, really i think the end game and and uh, we we want you. We got to fight for freedoms. We got to fight for you know. We're all, treat us all the same. Mm-hmm. You know, we shouldn't be you know be treated differently. But that's what they want to do. That's how. Without you know, they're trying to fight racism with racism. Yes. They're trying to you know now they're trying to you know help the economy by turning us into socialists. So it's it. Uh, we we just got to draw. And I appreciate you you know getting this on the air and and uh, you know having people hear about this and what's happening. And the way to fix it, because people say, well, we're always complaining. Why don't we fix the way to fix it is we have to change Sacramento. We got to change. We got to get stop electing the same people into Sacramento. Yeah. Get some change in there. Get some common sense, you know, people in there and, and do the right thing as opposed to, you know, taxing is not always the right answer. And uh, this mm-hmm. is just another form of a tax, you know, based on on uh, your income. So, well, it's a, yeah, and it's uh, another it's another way to buy votes too because this this is what keeps oh, the yeah. Democrats in power um by preying upon the uh, the low income and minority voters by through yeah. through handouts. And that that yeah, keep that sure. keeps them in power and we have to make sure that yeah, we're running for office and we're putting good people in, but we we've got to, uh, one of the reasons why I had you on tonight is we've got to start educating people as to how the economy works and how socialism we've got a bad crappy economy um, because of largely democrat policies and everybody's suffering right now under Bidenomics and so oh uh, so then the left doubles down on the bad policies by just adding more of it and going even more in the wrong direction and, and it's up to us to educate the American people that that's only going to make things worse so that we can somehow encourage people to stop voting Democrat in this state. So, Jim Desmond, thank you for being here tonight. We appreciate it. Andrea, thanks for helping to get the word out. All righty. Take good care. Okay, you guys, we're going to take a break. We come back. It's last segment of tonight's Andrea K. Show. What else we got to talk about tonight? 
We'll find something fun. I think we should end the show on something fun tonight. Maybe we'll play a couple of clips of, um, what did Joe Biden say again? What the, huh? Stay tuned. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. I have a theory. I was looking at some of my Instagram food, uh, you know, vids and places, people that I follow, and somebody was posting. I could barely see the pizza dough because this thing was covered with so many big chunks of shaved truffles, black truffles. And I don't believe that the local news gal who posted this on Instagram, I'm not going to say who she is, even though I think she's darling and adorable. So, cause I'm not trying to like blast or anything. So I don't want to say her name. I think she's darling, but I don't believe for a second that she enjoyed one bite of them truffles. These are people that are out trying to look like they foodies who actually likes truffles. I mean, let's be honest. Oh, I got to order truffle fries. I went one year for New Year's Eve up to and stayed in Yauntville, I believe it was, up in Napa. New Year's Eve dinner was at the Culinary Institution or whatever, like the five-hour deal. I thought I was never going to be done with it because I was so tired. It, I mean, this thing went on for like four hours, and it's like I didn't think midnight would ever come so I could get my dessert and go home, right? Go, go to the hotel, go to bed. And he brings out for like an amuse-bouche or whatever it was this little like it looked like like in a little creme brulee pot and it was like instead of creme brulee it was like think truffle brulee I mean brulee means burnt so I mean just like truffle cream it was nasty I could hardly get through it and I was like I can't like not eat the truffle cream because people think you know that I'm a redneck (laughs) But I am a redneck. Why would I want to eat? I don't eat mushrooms. Why would I want to eat something snorted out of the ground by a pig? Do you? I mean, be honest, Skins. Do you like truffles? Anytime, like, so even mentioned truffle fries, and there's usually a couple of other other options. That's, I don't even consider that. Listen, I'm bold enough to tell a restaurant, bring me some fries, leave off the truffle oil. And by the way, feel free to charge me less because I don't need any of that nasty business on my fries. Okay, that's how I roll. 888-344-1170. I'd like to hear from somebody who actually likes truffles because I'm not even believing it. Um, Okay. Um, I'm also not, I don't hate, like it doesn't make me, it doesn't set off my gag reflex, but I'm also not an ice cream fan. And I know that lots of people think I'm crazy because I don't like ice cream. You are. Excuse me? You didn't know. You know I I, Ice cream. I'm not a sweets guy, but there's a couple of flavors of ice cream that when I'm in the mood, it hits the spot. Like what? It's got to be, uh, you will probably actually agree with me, even if you don't like, I don't know, were you ever, do you like ice cream at all? No. It's Thrifties, not about the before flavors. before it was bought out with, by, a, I believe, Rite Aid, had the best ice cream ever. And they still yeah. do Thrifty's ice cream. And the Thrifty's chocolate chip is the bomb. I have heard that from many people. Remember when, when drugstores used to have ice cream counters? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I've heard that. Um, I'm just, uh, you know... That and some Rocky Road. Yeah. Now, when I was a little kid, my Uncle Sam used to churn homemade vanilla ice cream in the backyard. And it was like, it was really more an ice custard. I would eat that because it was 95 degrees and 95% humidity. And I absolutely... It was cold. It, it, it was cold, and I absolutely adored my Uncle Sam. 
adored him so much. Uh, my dad was overseas a lot during Vietnam when I was little, and and word is is that I actually thought Uncle Sam was my dad. So I would sit I at my grandma's farm. I would you know up on the other side of Honey Island Swamp. I'd sit in the back of Grandma's house with Aww. Uncle Sam while he turned his ice cream. That I would eat. Um, but you know the story. After I had my tonsils out with my brother, oh, you he wanted ice cream. I, I no, I wanted red beans and rice. So I you know I'm not an ice cream eater. Um, Joe Biden supposedly is a fanatic over ice cream. If I did like ice cream at this point, I wouldn't be able to stomach it. I would have to at least switch to gelato because he hasn't ruined that yet. He hasn't ruined, he hasn't ruined that. Although, do you like gelato? What's the difference between gelato and ice cream? I think one's Italian, one's not. Yeah, I guess there's some kind of difference between it. Um, here is Joe Biden threatening. A message for the kids. Threat, yeah, with a message for the kids about ice cream. And the others are at like 12. One is at no, 12. We're on clip, I think clip that's five. the sanctimonious. But... <laughs> Give me a second. I'm always happier to hear Trump anyway. Talk in the silence. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was distracted by the TV up there talking about the Michael Orr case. I got an update for you guys. Yeah, later. I'm still waiting to see how that shakes out. I mean, it, it, it hurts my heart. Yeah, um, mine too. Um, Speaking of hurting hearts, here's Joe and the kids. Okay. I want to say one thing to your children. I know some really great ice cream places around here. (laughs) And Daddy owes you. So talk to me afterwards. Ew. Just creepy. Total creep. Absolutely creepy. Um... I'm, I'm kind of thinking Kamala was a little creepy, too, when she was talking about a, a climate change clock ticking and talking. Do we have that Kamala clip? I didn't know climate banged, but apparently it does. <laughs> so all of that to say, it is clear the clock is not just ticking, it is banging. And that is why one year ago, President Biden and I made the largest climate Oh, please, we can cut America's it off there. Did you hear how she took a slight pause and nobody laughed or clapped or anything? I guarantee you they were all thinking, we all know Kamala Harris's background. Nobody wants to hear her talking about banging anything. <laughs> but I'm teach. I didn't know clocks bang. Yeah. Andrea. No, they don't. We know some women make... Anyway. Um, speaking of... Back to Joe Biden. You know her nickname is Hills Up Harris. Okay. There. Um, okay. Uh, back to Joe Biden. Here's something else stupid he had to say, uh, uh, uh today about insulin. Clip six. Insulin. Companies pay costs. By the way, the guy who invented the insulin, he never patented because he wanted it available for everybody. It never was patented. <laughs> and guess what? It costs 10 bucks to make. And if you- again, I say that's the leader of the free world. <laughs> the guy who invented insulin didn't patent it. Um, I don't know. Let me look at my Bible. Lord. You created a human body and you gave us the aforementioned insulin. Why didn't you patent it? I did, my child. It's called a Bible. (laughs) That's the copyright. (laughs) I don't need to file it with the U.S. Patent Department. I documented it in the copyright known as the Bible. (laughs) The man who invented insulin. (laughs) Oh, I'm getting giddy. I'm getting I'm just getting giddy. I'm glad the weekend's coming up because 
I don't even know. I'm, I'm, I, you know, are you going to see any movies? Did you know you, uh, you pointed the article for me. I'm actually surprised to hear that the Indiana Jones is going to lose like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. It, I mean, I saw it. It's not, it, it's not the, the best out of the series. It's not terribly woke. Um, but yeah, it, it literally just did not succeed at the box office at all. And you do that when you put a female character in the movie and kind of try and ram it down somebody's throat. Well, and you all, I'm getting the hiccups and you also do it when you cast an 80 year old to play an action hero. Uh, no, I will tell you the one thing that is irrefutable about that movie, Harrison Ford's performance as Indiana Jones is yes, he's 80, but it's top notch. 80 is 80. He is not the problem with the movie at all. I don't know. I didn't want to go Harrison, see it. Harrison has aged gracefully. He's a he's a great actor in any movies, especially even as he ages on into his later years. Part of his appeal was that he was a hunk. Well, well he's it, not hunky anymore. We're Chicks all human, don't. Andrea. I can't yeah, we are. Him. Yeah, we are. And the, and and when you get past a certain age, you know, past the baton, we need it. We need a Chris or Chris Helmsworth. Uh, should take over and, you know, uh, and have next generation. No. Nobody should take over for Indiana Jones. Then Harrison retire. Then, it. That's then, it. Then what you do is you retire the franchise. This is fine. I'm fine you with don't that. Put, you don't put an 80-year-old with a whip and, you know, in the, you know, jungle hat or whatever. And no, it's, it's no. Um, I do want to mention an update on the, on the ore situation. Whatever the situation there is, the people piling on that Sandra Bullock should give back her Oscars. Is so. And this is why I said when this story came out, there's going to be pop culture implications from it. That just goes to show how insane the left is. She's an actress. She was hired to do the job. She did it brilliantly, and she deserved that Oscar. We'll see you tomorrow night, right here for the Friday Eve edition of the Andrew K Show. Love you all. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.